Hello and welcome to the Waterpark Podcast. I'm Liam and I'm here with my co-host Ryan and our guest for tonight is Stephen. Hello. So Stephen, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and uh, what you're doing on the podcast in the first place? My name is Stephen Jose Abraham. Uh, I'm in TY and I'm the captain of the first volleyball team that Waterpark has ever entered into any competition. So before we begin, Liam and I would like to make it very clear that we are in fact on the volleyball team, which inspired to make this podcast in the first place. But before we get to that, Stephen, why don't you tell us about where your interest with volleyball began? Well, it started in first year. Me and a group of my Indian friends, we met up over summer uh, and we tossed around this football. Eventually, we, we learned that this is a sport that already exists and it was called volleyball. Then we got some more friends and we started playing volleyball with proper rules. So yeah. just when you started playing, did you start playing with volleyball rules or did it just happen to be similar? It just happened to be similar. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. It just happened to be similar. Uh, and then we, then we found out that it was called volleyball. Uh, and then we took it a little more seriously from there. Right. So you started playing with a football. Is that correct? Yeah. We started playing with a football. And it hurt a lot because, <laughs> yeah, because if you don't use the correct ball, it, it can hurt you and it, it will injure you. So it was a bit painful to start at first, but eventually as we took it more seriously, we started playing with an actual volleyball. And I guess the pain went away. <laughs> yeah, and the pain slowly went away. And because we got used to, to receiving and, and to playing with a football, when we switched to a volleyball, the pain it com completely went away. Back then, did you ever want to like do some competition or anything like that no not at all we were as i was saying we were just tossing around a ball and we just had a lot of fun doing it uh, and we just by chance happened to know it was like volleyball but you did develop an interest in volleyball competitive play as you went on through the years right yes because when you when you play with friends eventually little rivalries start to form and and then you have the drive to become better and that that's really how i improved in the in the in the first first few years of my volleyball play so was there ever one moment where you were like yes you know i want to take this to the next step yeah because when when we played volleyball with my friends these were with my indian friends and we only really meet during the summer uh and in the second in the summer of second year at the end of second year yes that faithful second year, that second <laughs> second year. year. that's that's when we really really started to take it competitively uh we still weren't playing by proper rules firstly we were, we didn't have a proper net and the ball we were using was just a 12 euro training one it still was nowhere near a proper volleyball game but that's when we like decided we should you know maybe take this seriously maybe start a club or something or something along those lines Talking about clubs, I mean, here in Waterford, there are no official clubs for volleyball. Yeah, not, not a single one. And it was actually really frustrating to see that nobody had really taken volleyball seriously. Not, not just in Waterford, not in Munster. Like, it's, there's on, there was only two clubs at the time when I was looking in all of Munster that, that played volleyball officially in a league. That's a not nothing. Yeah, that really is nothing. And of the two clubs, only one of them had an under-16s division. And the club that did have an under-16s division, uh, they played in the women's league. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a great hope there. <laughs> so no. practically nothing in Munster. No, very, very little in Munster. So, right, we're in second year now. Where's the bridge between going from playing with friends in second year to setting up a volleyball club here in fourth year? So in, in second year, 
sorry, after a second year summer, uh, in third year, most of studying and classes went online. So I was constantly encouraging my friends to join me to play volleyball at some point. And like your school friends. Like my school friends, like ye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually we decided we should play together but we had no venue there was nowhere in waterford city that had proper volleyball nets or a proper volleyball court so we kind of abandoned that idea and you ended up playing in the tennis court we did end up playing in a tennis court not a very practical volleyball court right <laughs> no i know i'll tell you how we got to that so at the end of uh, at the last month of third year summer a friend of mine named Bobby, he put up on his Snapchat story that he was, he was looking for people to play volleyball with him outdoors. So obviously I, I said I was interested uh, and dragged along a few of my friends too. Like, uh, yeah, like me included. Yeah. Like I wasn't there. Uh, and we started meeting up very often, maybe three, four times a week. Since it was summer, we had nothing really better to do at home. So we kind of, we met up three, four times a week and we played originally just in the people's park and we realized we were terrible at it we realized we were terrible at it i mean can you just talk about that for a second the mud the like oh, yeah. hitting the ball out so because it was the last uh, last month of summer the seasons had started to change and it wasn't dry dry grass anymore it was wet it, it was, was ireland miserable <laughs> yeah typical ireland typical ireland weather so it wasn't optimal let's just say to play volleyball there because there, there would always be mud on the, on the ball. It would, it would, when the ball bounces, it'll be all over us. That, was, that wasn't fun. But we, we kept playing because we still love the sport. I mean, how high is the... We played on the goalpost and we were barely able to hit it over. Yeah. So at the time, we weren't the, the most athletic people. So we, we, we struggled to, to reach the goalposts that, that we played over. Because we didn't have a net at the time. We played over goalposts. And the goalposts were a lot higher than what we could play on. So after playing on it for a couple of weeks, we, we decided this was too much for us and we wanted to move down a bit. So we started playing on these uh, open tennis courts. Really, that's nothing like volleyball. But we kept playing because that, that was the best we could do. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was in Spain at the beach drinking my like cocktail or something <laughs> and uh, liam came back about when we started playing on the tennis courts <laughs> yeah so he came back in time for us playing on the on the tennis courts or switching to the tennis courts and maybe after a week or two of that we we decided even the tennis court we, we decided we had outgrown the tennis court and we, maybe we should move on to some bigger goals. We were bigger boys now. We were big boys now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we decided to, uh, to move to a pitch uh, near Mr. Price. And that's where the idea of a water park volleyball club began. Yeah, it was uh, around now when the people coming to play volleyball was just growing and growing. Yeah. So what started with maybe six people had now grown into 10, 12. Uh, and that's where we realized there was, there was some support for volleyball in in waterford city so we decided maybe we should take things seriously this is where and most of the students were from the water park yeah college yeah because we were all just bringing along our friends and most of our friends were just in in our school so this is when really we decided this is this is where we should take it competitively maybe we have a chance if we if we do take it competitively I think um, at the start, this is roughly about August now. I think at the start when we started talking about that, it was more of a joke than anything else. 
It really was, yeah. We kind of joked around with how we would beat everybody in the country, that kind of stuff, you know, just normal, normal friendly stuff. But yeah, uh, at one point we decided, okay, maybe we should stop joking around and maybe we should take some action and maybe start a volleyball club at the start of this year. Most of us were in TY as well. So if we were going to start one, this was the year to do it. I think it's really interesting to note that all of us, you know, all of us in fifth year and fourth year, we were really into it. Yeah, we got really into it. Because most of the people that showed up, there were only people that were interested. When we start a club in the school, some people just want to, to skip class, or say, or something like that. And like skip class and like, I'm going to go to competition and yeah, just do nothing there. And do nothing there. But when it's between a group of friends, everyone that shows up, is either interested in the sport or just want to play around with friends. So most people there, they, they liked volleyball. They liked it at the very least. And some people like myself really like got passionate about volleyball. Um, I would like to add that we were really, really committed. We used to, um, you know, the three of us here, we used to cycle down to that pitch in rain and thunderstorms. Yeah, like... Thunderstorms, well, we were sounds... caught in rain yeah. and thunderstorms. Yeah, thunder thunderstorms. They, that sounds really exaggerated, but it's true. Yeah. We we have been caught out in thunderstorms because just f when the switch to from summer to autumn, it it was really in full swing at the time when we were playing. So there was lots of rain, lots of lots of uh, thunderstorms. There was hail once. There was hail once. Very interesting, very interesting It was really scenarios. depressing at times. Yeah, sometimes we would show up and it starts raining and, and we, like, it rains too much and we can't play. If it was light rain, we would still play, but there, there were times when it was too rainy to play. Yeah, uh, we just kind of had to, like, just to just kind of had to go. Yeah, yeah. you were just walking in mud, you know? Yeah, yeah, walking in mud and then deciding this is too much and then going. Irish home. weather. And it was, that, was, that was some really, really sad times when we had to go home because of the weather. Well, good thing we went to playing indoors, no mud indoors. Yeah, so, so no mud indoors. That's very, very useful. Because up until now, all we've been doing is we've been playing outdoors. So the switch was really big and it wasn't the easiest switch either because the, the two sports are very different. They're almost completely different sports. To make the switch, first you needed to do something very big, which was to set up a club in Warsaw Park in the first place. Com coming into the first week of school, we actually had an action plan set up uh, and everything. We, we were all working together to try and f find out like the best way to go about this. Yeah, like all of us were just convinced like everyone wanted this to happen. Well, everybody that showed up, all like 10 of us, wanted this to happen 100% and were putting in their 100% to make it happen as well. But how, what did you do to like set up the, um, the court? Because at first it wasn't a proper volleyball court. Like we didn't have proper volleyball equipment to set up the proper court. We had no, we had no proper volleyball equipment in the school. I think the school had some volleyballs, but most of them were, were either missing or they were stuck in the PE hole roof. <laughs> wasn't, that wasn't great. You can uh, still see them. <laughs> they're still there. There's like eight or nine of them still it's, up on the it, school hall. It's not the volleyball club's fault. It's, uh, no, that's, that was, that's from before our time. I think you can play dodgeball or something. Yeah, you, you can blame <laughs> some other sports. So we used our own volleyballs that we had. We had around two or three at the time of starting. 
two or three of us had a bowl. Uh, and we just used those bowls at the start. Um, right now, we have around four or five bowls that we use. We still very rarely use school ones because I still don't, I don't think there are school ones in the equipment room still. They're not, well, there is like some pink bowls that say they're volleyballs, but they're not really good. Yeah, they, they're like soft touch volleyballs. They're very different to what a real match or a real competition would use them. I think this is really interesting, just for people in general. How do you go around like setting up a club in Washer Park, just in general? Well, first we asked Mr. Mr. Rice to to see if we were allowed to do something like that this year, because because COVID and all that was was pretty high at the start of TY. Well, at the start of this year. So we first asked if that was if it was possible this year, and he said, "Yeah." The one thing he did say, though, is that we needed a supervising teacher. And that was something, surprisingly, that we had not thought of at the time. So we set about looking for a supervising teacher. And then one of the people on our team, his name is Adam, he came up with the idea of, of hiring Mr. Houston. Mr. Houston accepted, and now he's the, he's the coach of the team. What do you think of Mr. Houston? I mean, Mr. Houston before had never played volleyball. Yeah, he's perfect, honestly. He's, he, he fits really well into the team. He, he has good chemistry with everybody. He's really approachable. So even though he's never played volleyball before, that's, that's never really been a disadvantage for our team. He's also really, like, really excited about it. Yeah, he, he's very enthusiastic about everything that the team does. So honestly, it's, it's about as perfect as, as a coach can get. Okay, so we're now about mid-October. Can you tell us how those first few practices went? They went well enough, but as Liam was touching on uh, earlier, we never really had proper equipment, especially at the start. We never really had proper equipment. What we had to do initially for the nets, we had to prop up a badminton net on top of gymnastics mats. Because for those of you who don't, who don't know, uh, badminton nets are around half the size of a volleyball net in, in height. And in width, it's almost twice as big as well. <laughs> so in every way, we were are undersupplied as far as equipments go but we just kind of kept playing on and we kind of just had fun during those early sessions yeah those early sessions were really just getting everyone used to playing under proper volleyball rules and playing indoors and everything yeah people were, we just we just got people used to the indoor court experience really was the was the main goal in the first couple of weeks so as the weeks went on did like training become hard? Do you think it was like slow or do you think you went fast? After the third or fourth week, I actually went to India. So I don't really know uh, how it went here, but I was still interacting with how the club went. When I was in India, I was constantly asking how, how the training sessions went uh, and how the how the drills were performed and, and stuff like that. I was always, I was in, kept in touch, but really I wasn't physically there. So I can't tell you what happened in those in those three, four weeks. Well, we were there and I have to say it did go very smoothly. We had a lot of new people come in and out, trying it out. And Mr. Houston was a great help. That month, the missing month there when I was in India, that really took a hit to my own volleyball skills as well. Because volleyball is one of those sports you need to constantly be playing. You need to play at least once a week if you want to keep in touch. Because if you don't constantly stay at it, you, you lose touch with how to play the game. And you also need to like play with your friends, like with your teammates and stuff. So like you need to have chemistry yeah. with them. And if you don't, well... Yeah, it's not as easy as picking up a football or a basketball basketball and football they're they're hard in their own ways but with volleyball you need to you need to always always have 
someone with you. It, there's so little you can do by yourself. It's a team sport. Goes. Like if you want to win points, you need a setter. Yeah. At the very least. You you always need a friend with you if you want to, to practice volleyball. Practicing volleyball, it's really hard when you're alone. So that was a really big hit as far as my volleyball skills was concerned. Was there ever a point of when you thought that, hey, you know, we could go and compete in a tournament? Yeah, when when we were starting the club, that was our main aim. We just wanted to take part in school competitions and we wanted to just really, we wanted to play others because we'd played with ourselves a lot and we just wanted to know how good we were compared to other other teams, other schools and other clubs. So playing playing in school competitions was, was a, a big aim when we started the, the school club. I mean, you came back in December. Well, something else volleyball related happens, didn't it? Just before I had left to India, I had taken part in this selections event for the East Regional Development Team. And basically what that is, it's a short list of people are selected by Volleyball Ireland to train once a month under a specific coach in Dublin. The, the purpose of that centre is to develop skills of players who are in Ireland and have the potential to become a lot better. So a lot of people in Ireland, especially like myself, don't have the club experience where we can really expand. The club situation in Ireland for volleyball, is it's, it isn't great. So the aim of the centres is to push these people forward and form a strong team that can represent Ireland in the future. All right. So as you were doing with the national team and also with the water park, did you ever feel like you were going ahead of the other team or, or like the rest of your teammates in water park? Or... Did you feel like it was like the the same? Well, I mean, going going to the centers, it really helped. It really improved my skills. But as far as the, the best on our team goes, I'm not too far ahead. Everyone on the team is really good and they're really solid players. Such close games, really. We've only played three matches, but the matches we played, they were, they were close and they were very good. And of good course, uh, we'll get to that more a bit later on. Tell us about the other team for a second. How easy was it to get on it and, uh, you know, how many people were trying out? So there were two centres that Volleyball Ireland ran. The first one was in Galway and the second was in Dublin. The Galway one from here was around three and a half hours away. So it wasn't really an option for me to go. So I decided to go to the Dublin one. Unfortunately, nobody else from my team could go at the, at the, on that date. I do know a few of us did want to go. Yeah, there was a few that did want to go, but unfortunately they couldn't. So I went to Dublin on that day and there was around 25, 30 people that were there in that center with me. And they whittled it down to 15. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too sure because the only times I've been to the center, not everybody was there. Like we had one last month and not everybody that was meant to be there was there. So I'm not. 100% sure on how many there are actually got selected. Yeah, I guess it's hard because this is all across the country. Yeah, there's people all across the country that show up. So at the selections, they, they tested the base skills in volleyball, like receiving, setting, and spiking. They were the three things they, they tested. Originally, I didn't think I would get through, but when just weeks before going to India, they announced the selected people and I was on it. So that was, that was a shock, actually. <laughs> That must have been like really exciting. That was that was quite the moment actually. I didn't I really didn't expect to be on that team. To be to make it on was was incredible. 
And, you know, what's the environment like up there? Because I'm sure you're training very hard when you are up there. But if I'm right, it's only once a month. It is once a month. It's once a month. It's the every first Sunday of the month. And it's from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. So, yeah, it's four hours. But I guess there's, it's only once a month. So it's really fun. It's fun. You get to meet a lot of people, right? Yeah. The meeting everyone is, is really good. Everyone there is really friendly. I am relatively inexperienced compared to everybody else. Because really, indoor volleyball, I've only been playing this since what, halfway through 2021. And most of these people there have been playing for two or more years. So that, that's a disadvantage, but I mean... Well, it really shows your skill or, you know, at the very least, your determination to get onto the team. Being staying determined is, is very important, especially when you're trying out against other people or when you're competing with someone else. You really, you really got to stay determined. You can, you can blame your disadvantages as much as you want, but really what matters is how the results went. Truly words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that marks the end of this podcast. Unfortunately, the podcast is a little bit too long this week, so we're going to have to split it in two. Well, yeah, that's the end of part one. Part two will come out next week, hopefully. Thank you for coming, Stephen. Thank you, Liam, for having me. We'd like to make a very special announcement quickly. If anyone listening has any interesting ideas uh, or topics for the podcast, if they have any uh, hobbies or anything school-related that they'd like to talk about here, there will be a email in the description below. The below? Yeah, it, it will be below. It will be below. It will be somewhere. It will be somewhere. There will be an email in the description, and if you email there with a short description of what you would like to talk about uh, we'll read it and contact you if we think it's good or not basically we're looking for guests like Stephen for the podcast hey so thanks for listening and bye I guess <laughs>